0: Welcome to the Readout Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Welchens. Are you the kind of person who wants to live longer? Or what about being more attractive, enjoy life more, lose weight, and generally just be a better person? You can have all this and more if you get one thing in life right. The book we're talking about today pulls back the curtain on this wonder cure. Keep listening and revolutionize your life in one simple step. At Read Out, our belief is that to lead out, you have to read out. And to read out means to read well and to read broadly. Almost every great leader in history has been a reader. And we wholeheartedly agree with Margaret Fuller when she said, today a reader, tomorrow a leader. Reading is not optional leadership, it's not the side dish, it's the main course. And in order to become a great leader, you have to dig in. But here's the problem. We here at Readout know that in this day and age, time and energy is hard to come by. My hope is to save you that time and energy and bring you reviews of the best books that can have an impact in your life now. Then I want to teach you to get the most out of these books so that you can become the leader you've always dreamed of being faster than you've ever imagined. Our dream is to create a movement of young adults passionate about reading and dangerously effective at leading. Thank you to everyone sharing us on social media. We need your help to build the movement, and I'm so grateful you would take the time to share. If you're new here today, welcome to the movement. This week, we're continuing a series called Performance Enhancing Books, or PEBs for short. These books are a little controversial. Some might say that they shouldn't be allowed for public use because of how radically they can change your life for the better. I say, why not? Let's hit these next weeks hard with some insider info on books that will enhance your performance in, all, in life in all kinds of different areas. But let's keep these books between us. I wouldn't want the secrets of your success getting out. Who knows what might happen. In America, we live in a culture that praises the life hack. Now, what is a life hack? A life hack is a strategy or technique adopted in order to manage one's time and daily activities in a more efficient way. I mean, come on we see this everywhere. And to be honest, some life hacks sound amazing. For example, one I've been thinking about a lot these days, self-driving cars. I mean, how amazing could that be? I mean, that could change the road trip completely. In fact, I was reading an article the other day that was hypothesizing what a future with self-driving cars could look like. It was fascinating. I mean, imagine a day where you had a work assignment in a city three to four hours away. For most people these days, that would take over the next couple of days completely. You have to pack, get ready, get dressed, drive, carefully coordinate everything, or fly and navigate your way through the airport and hope you don't get stuck next to that middle-aged man who falls asleep snoring on your shoulder. I've had this experience in life, unfortunately. Well, with self-driving cars, this whole scenario is flipped. I mean, there will come a day in your future where if you have a trip like this, Obviously, Zoom is changing a lot of this right now. You'll be able to hire a sort of mini RV that will pick you up, kind of like Uber, take you to your destination while you catch the morning news, get some extra sleep, shave and shower, prep any work necessary, and yes, ferry you back home while you sleep in a luxury small bed. That sounds like an amazing day of work. Life hacks can be amazing, but here's the rub. You can only hack so much of your life. In America, we've created a culture where we have to get the most out of every situation and to do otherwise is to fail. As a result of this, we've taken life hacking to the extreme. And here's some common ways that I've seen young adults hack their lives just a little too much. The first way is energy. Whether it's coffee or pre-workout or Adderall, bang, or something else, we've got a substance to increase our performance and energy in every way. The problem is we often misuse these things. For example, coffee. I love coffee. I drink a lot of coffee, but there comes a point when I'm drinking it, not because I actually need the caffeine and it's a helpful boost, but just because I need the fix. I'm addicted, and eventually these substances will actually eventually work against your energy, believe it or not. The second way I've seen young adults hack their lives just a little too much, myself included, is relationships. Specifically, relationships on social media. Social media has become the norm for building relationships these days, whether it's through Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, or something else. And while there are some major benefits to these services, oftentimes the negatives far outweigh them. If we're not careful, these services designed to enhance our relationships can become too much and actually hinder our real life in-person relationship building skills by making us focus on the screen versus the people behind the screen, which are so much more important. The third way I've seen young adults hack their lives just a little too much is with pain. We do so much to manage the pain in our life. But have you ever stopped to think about whether or not the pain in your life is a good thing? Pain can be helpful for us, whether emotional or physical, because it points us to a problem that we need to address. That's pain's purpose at its very core. But we have become the masters of dealing with pain, even if it's the helpful type. I find myself running from emotional pain by trying to numb it in all sorts of ways. I mean, life offers many hacks to remove the pain from your life or to numb it, such as Netflix or alcohol, drugs. Maybe you've struggled with a few of these like I have. Life hacks can be good, but here's the rub. We are people with limits, and to live a fulfilling life, we have to embrace and respect the limits we have. We live in a world where that is anything but easy. One limit I struggle to embrace in life is sleep. For most of my life, I found myself stuck in a love and hate relationship with sleep. There are times where I've loved to sleep way too much. There are times when I'd rather not sleep at all. I tend to lean towards the latter, but I've been stuck between both of them at times. Maybe you felt the same way. Most young Americans do. and In fact, a recent study by George Mason University found that the average Gen Zer was getting only 6.5 hours of sleep at night. That's the average. Only 3% of Gen Zers in the study were getting the recommended eight to nine hours of sleep at night. Now, if you're like me, it's simple to shrug this off and say, I'm fine. But let me argue for why you may want to take this seriously, especially if you're trying to increase your performance in life. Here's some of the surprising results of too little sleep. Just hear these out. Number one, shorter life expectancy. You won't live as long if you don't sleep enough. Number two, higher rate of cancer, heart disease, and diabetes. Number three, accidents in driving. Actually, if you get less than six hours of sleep, it's almost like driving drunk. In fact, some scientists would say it's worse than driving drunk. Crazy stuff. Number four, more forgetfulness. Number five, appearing less attractive. Number six, gaining weight. Number seven, less effective immune system. Number eight, less emotional strength. Number nine, lower sex drive. And many, many more results of not sleeping enough. If you're trying to enhance your performance in life, there is one sure bet of where to start and that's developing healthy sleep habits. This was a hard sell for me, but sleeping eight to nine hours a night is a surefire way to increase your performance in a countless number of ways. But that is not easy in this day and age. We all know that. For years, I slogged through life on little sleep, halfway awake, grinding it out and telling myself this was what I had to do to succeed until I ran into a book that changed everything, and it's called simply Why We Sleep. And it's by a leading sleep scientist, Dr. Matthew Walker. This book revolutionized the way I viewed sleep and helped me view it as a natural performance enhancer that we have. And it's the best one that we have. In fact, listen to this leadership gold from Dr. Matthew Walker. He says this. This is eye-opening. He says, In the Northern Hemisphere, the switch to daylight savings time in March results in most people losing an hour of sleep opportunity. Should you tabulate millions of daily hospital records, as researchers have done, you discover that this seemingly trivial sleep reduction comes with a frightening spike in heart attacks the following day. Impressively, it works both ways. In the autumn, within the northern hemisphere, when the clocks move forward, and we gain an hour of sleep opportunity time, rates of heart attacks plummet the day after. A similar rise and fall relationship can be seen with the number of traffic accidents proving that the brain, by way of attention, lapses, and microsleeps is just as sensitive as the heart to the very small perturbations of sleep. Most people think nothing of losing an hour of sleep for a single night, believing it to be trivial and inconsequential. It is anything but that. The thing I love about why we sleep is that it's absolutely littered with conviction-building stories like this one that will get you to take advantage of your greatest performance enhancer, sleep. Now, here are some of the shortcuts to greatness from Why We Sleep. Every week at Readout, we're going to break down these books we review and recommend some shortcuts to greatness. In other words, if you read this book, these are the two to three things that will give you the most bang for your buck in this book. Think of them as instant applications you can make until you read the book. This week's shortcuts to greatness from why we sleep are this. Number one, sleep quality, REM versus NREM sleep. One of the game changers in this book is Matthew's breakdown of REM sleep versus NREM sleep. I used to believe that I could make up for an hour of lost sleep by simply adding an hour the next night or a couple nights after that. Turns out I was way, way wrong. The quality of your sleep is not equivalent throughout the night. In other words you'll have much more high-quality sleeping hours at some points during the night versus others. In other words, if you lose an hour of sleep each night, it's not just losing 10 to 15% of your sleep. It's more like losing 30 to 40% of your sleep, depending on what hour of sleep that was. This blew my mind. And that is why Dr. Matthew Walker always recommends giving yourself a chance for a full eight to nine hours of sleep opportunity. The second shortcut to greatness is this. Factors for great sleep. Dr. Walker gives some wonderful tips to improve your night's sleep. Here are the cliff notes so you can begin now. Cut the late caffeine and the alcohol. That's number one. Now, when I saw this, I was a little skeptical. Like I said, I love coffee, but his statistics on alcohol and caffeine and how they affect sleep, man, they really challenged me. These were two areas that Man, I really hadn't heard much about how they affect sleep, but it was really groundbreaking for me to hear about caffeine and alcohol and its impact on sleep. I bet it would be groundbreaking for you as well. Number two, cut out as much light as possible before your bedtime routine, especially blue light. Blue light's bad, but he would say all light prevents us from getting sleep, so turn the lights down before bed. Third, turn down the thermostat. Make it cool. He recommends 65 degrees as the optimal sleep temperature. That's much cooler than I usually sleep, but when I started doing that, I started sleeping much much better. And number four, reduce the noise in your life. Whether that's through a white noise machine or getting in a quiet room, use something to reduce outside outside noise so you can get consistent sleep. Sleep is your body's best performance enhancer. It can literally make you live longer, be smarter, be more attractive, perform better in the gym and on that upcoming test. If we're going to improve our performance, we have to start at the basics. It doesn't get more basic than sleep. If you're trying to take your performance to the next level, stop what you're doing and buy Dr. Matthew Walker's Why We Sleep right now. You'll thank me when you're 120. That's it for this week's performance enhancing book. Tune in next week for another book that will take your performance to the next level. This is Jake Welchens, and remember, life's too short for bad books. To see what I'm reading right now, follow me on my Instagram at Jake Walshens or my Goodreads profile at www.goodreads.com slash Jake Walshens. This podcast is brought to you by the Launchpad Podcast Collection and performed and written by myself, Jake Walshens. Podcast production by the one and only Logan Bungie. See you next time on Readout.